Good evening, church. Boy, um, as Brother Brian prayed, that we are so privileged to be his children, a part of the harvest. And I hope tonight um, you feel like I do, that being privileged to be in the center of God's will. Uh, tonight I can stand up here and say the position, the place I'm at, and what I'm doing down at the Adventure Learning Center, as I'm sure Tom could too, is in the middle of God's will. And I want to thank Calvary Bible Church uh, for your faithful support of the Adventure Learning Center, of me personally, of Tom, and the many staff that have come through, both uh, still there and, and, and past staff, including Uncle Randy. So we want to thank you guys for being a part of uh, placing us in the midst of God's will to do his work. Um, tonight I want to share just a little bit about uh, new things down at the Adventure Learning Center. I really like new things. I like new things, too. And I had a new font that just didn't translate, unfortunately. It was really cool. Called, But anyways, uh, this is a different font. But um, go through a couple of visual slides I want to share, and then a, a brief uh, a little thing about what's happening. And then um, uh, Tom is going to uh, share with, with you guys, too. So maybe we get the lights. But um, um, tonight, uh, we got a lot of new stuff going on down at the Adventure Learning Center. Um, the first of which, uh, this September, we institute a brand new program. Uh, all, all sixth grade of the outdoor program, and, and what we do, of course, just to remind those who might be stepping in and, and not knowing about the Adventure Learning Center, although I don't know that there's too many people on the island that don't, we have a ministry that uses science and nature to share the gospel. Eighty percent of what we do is teach educational a uh, uh, science curriculum. Each grade level, we have a different educational program, and it matches up with the Ministry of Education's General Science Guideline curriculum. So we take the Ministry of Education's General Science Guideline curriculum, and as you see, we select, that's kind of small, but we select a portion of that, and we invite students down on a one-day field trip. And they come, and they learn about, the fifth, first graders learn about the five senses, and living and non-living things, and the second graders, plants and animals and habitats, and so on. And um, throughout the day, we share Christian principles and spiritual guidelines. And at the end of the day, uh, we share the gospel clearly at an age-appropriate level with every child that comes through the center. And um, this year, the Ministry of Education, we've kind of caught up, and we have a new curriculum developed by a new program director. And... Um, Everything's been totally revamped. I have seen it in action. Teachers are raving. It's all hands-on. There's illustrations, examples, and kids are doing some fun stuff like dissecting seeds and being bulldozers and bulldozing down some wetlands and throwing garbage in and then picking, seeing the impacts. And it's really cool. But throughout the day, we can share Christian principles. We also have all-new planetarium and a wetlands uh, uh, program. And then another th new thing is we have uh, actually about a year, a little over a year ago, we, we purchased a brand-new digital full-dome planetarium. It, it, we have had a planetarium, the only planetarium in the Caribbean for, since 1997, but uh, as of last year, we upgraded to the technology that's in the States. It's, it's full-dome digital project. We project movies, planetarium programs, and shows. It's awesome for teaching, and it really brings the bar of level of education up to a, a new, higher standard where kids can learn about the solar system and the galaxies. We can, there's a program where we can visit Jupiter and we can visit the moons of Saturn, go through the rings and watch movies, and it's really, really cool. Um, and that new digital program, I'm, I'm sorry, Planetarium, has also um, spurred on a new outreach. And the new outreach is um, we purchased about in January of this year uh, um, a, 
It's an IMAX movie in the States. It's called The Grand Canyon Adventure. It was very expensive. It was like $7,000. And um, praise God, we got a duty-free exemption because the first time I wrote, they said, no, you're going to be showing this as a movie. And I was going to have to pay duty, get this on a, uh, a thumb drive, a zip drive, $7,000 movie on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but so I wrote again. I, I called and explained, and they actually uh, uh, said, okay, you're using it for educational purposes. We'll give you an exemption. Thank you, Jesus. So I didn't have to pay $3,500 for a duty for a zip drive that uh, was so tempting. to. Anyways, um, so, so every other week in, in, since January, we're, we're doing this. It's an outreach to the general populations. Typically, we're not open. We're open for a five-day field trip opportunity during the school days. And weekends, we typically shut down. We do rent out for birthday parties and stuff like that. But this is a new outreach. We're inviting the general public in to come and sorry, to, to watch this full-dome planetarium uh, movie, actually, and it's an IMAX movie in the States. I can't call it IMAX here because we don't have the IMAX license, but it surrounds you as you raft down the Grand Canyon. It's so real, um, and it's a really neat movie about a guy and his daughter, and, and it's really a movie on water conservation, which fits along with our theme of, of science and preservation, but at the end, after you raft down the Colorado, and it actually dwindles out by the time you get to the... Um, the Baja and out to Mexico, there's no water left after everyone takes the precious resource of water. At the end, the crowd that's there, and sometimes there's 40 in a show, and I do three shows on a on a Saturday, um, I turn and share with the crowd uh, the difference between the water resources that we're lacking here and the living water that we all lack, and unless we've trusted him. So we share the gospel clearly at the end of that. And so it's an outreach um, IMAX movie. Then we have new staff is our, our next uh, new. We, we have a new camp director. Tim Seeley has come down to direct the camp, and his wife and children are with him. We have a couple, um, a long-answered prayer. Actually, uh, on, the, on the right is a fellow named Bob, and his wife Judy came down to help with camp and cook while there's, kids, while there's people at camp. But when there's not people in camp, they're helping Tom in maintenance, and uh, just began about a week or so ago, and that's been a big answer to prayer, I know. Um, down to the left, that's Jen, who's our new curriculum developer. She's got training in early childhood education. Uh, she has outdoor training and, and Christian camps and stuff. And she came down and wrote our new uh, curriculum in, in collaboration with the Ministry of Education and Ms. Dorsett and the, and the science coordinators there. And then we have a new facilitator that helps with the children. So these are our new staff. Um, what else we got new? We got a new cottage. Um, it doesn't look too new, but it's being painted, and it's for staff. The, the female staff are saying that's down at camp. We're still waiting to complete the next one, but that's newly completed cottage. It's been 10 years in coming on its way. I mean, it's been piece by piece, and I think it was started at least 10 years ago. Uh, I've been here 12 years. And, so, um, and then the next new thing, what do we got? A new boardwalk. Um, this is a wetlands boardwalk. It's off the chain. It's about uh, 350 feet long. Um, I hate talking money, but God provided $23,000 to build this boardwalk. And our last boardwalk was blown away in a hurricane in 2007, and we haven't had anything stable and good. So the kids can go out. There's an observation tower that I'm taking the picture from. And then there's a, uh, another platform, like a living classroom out around the bend in, in that clump of mangroves. So you can sit there and the kids can feel the mud and, and see the fish and touch the mangroves. And, and it's, it's a couple new places for teaching out in the back, uh, the, the new boardwalk. It's really, really cool. Um, what else? We got uh, new animals um, every year in the spring. Let's see the next slide. The next slide. Every year in the spring. 
might take a second because there's a little movie on that one. So we, uh, we got new animals. And there's always, of course, you know, in a farm, a petting farm, we got new goats and new ducks and new uh, rabbits and chicks and uh, snakes and all sorts of fun stuff. But we've just applied um, through a ministry, or actually uh, uh, an agency in the Netherlands for some porcupines. It's taken us a year to get a permit from the, the Ministry of uh, Agriculture. Finally got the permit, so we should be getting some new porcupines on the way. Don't have a picture of them yet. They haven't arrived. Hopefully this month. We're still praying on that. But um, So new animals. Um, what's next? We got some new, uh, a new puppet stage. Um, this is off the chain. It's, it's, a, it's a tree that's underneath our pavilion, and it's, and it's like uh, a tree fort nestled in this tree. We built the tree, um, and... Uh, half the people, the teachers and the people that come up and start touching the tree, like, is it real or what? And got branches sticking out, leaves on top, but there's a uh, puppet stage nestled in there. Um, that new puppet stage has, has um, um, created, the next slide, new excitement. Can't see her, but Deja's heading out behind over the top and stuff. And that's how we start the program with the outdoor program every day, you know, with a puppet show. And then... Um, but, but with all this newness, um, the next slide is, um, it's the same old message. Yeah, that message hasn't changed for 2,000 years. And that's what we share with the kids that come to the Adventure Learning Center every day. We have been privileged to bring in over just over 10,000 children last year on a one-day field trip that have sat either in front of that puppet stage in the planetarium or gone out into the wetlands on a one-day field trip and heard God's love for them as, as they've learned about his creation. And our motto, again, is bringing the wonders of God's creation together with the curiosity of kids. I kind of think of us as, um, as I was putting this together, it's the first time this came to my mind, and it might not make sense to Bahamians, but there was a fellow named Johnny Appleseed back in the States, back in the 1800s. And he went around, and he just scattered apple seeds all over wherever he went, and those apple seeds... And, and we're the sowers. We're, 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 we're the ministry out there. We just sow in seeds. We get a one-day shot. We do have some follow-up discipleship that we have with after-school Bible clubs, adventure clubs that we go back week after week, and those are only a few schools. But for a majority of our outreach, it's a one-day shot with a field trip. But, you know, in three, four hours, man, you can just share on the love and, and, and love on kids. And by the time they're hand, holding your hands and walking through the nature trails, and as you love on them, it's so amazing. And everyone that comes down sees. And this is why I fell in love with the Bahamas and, and fell in love with children before I fell in love with my beautiful wife. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, you water. You love on these kids. And they just sprout. And they just, you know, they respond. And it's so much unlike American kids. When I came down here 12 years ago on a short-term mission trip and experienced that and was asked to come back as a long-term missionary, I didn't have to pray too long. <laughs> so I've been here, and I'm here to stay until God directs me elsewhere. So um, I want to thank you again for the opportunities you've given us. I want to sh- Tom to share with you also. You. Good evening. You know, I mean, just listen to Mark. You can see his heart. You can see what he loves. He loves to just share the gospel. And if he had an opportunity, I think he'd be up in this pulpit teaching tonight if he could. Myself, though, I don't have that privilege. I have to, you know, try to keep things going. And I actually had an opportunity to share with the kids uh, this uh, Sunday school. I was telling them I'm called a grunt. A grunt is a guy that tries to keep things going. And I'm not 
belittling myself or anything like this. Guys, I am privileged to do what I do. But some days are rough. I had a rough day today. But you know, it comes back down to I'm doing this for God, no one else. I'm not doing it for Mark. I'm not doing it for the board of directors. I'm doing it for God. And the really neat thing is I can walk away and I say I did the best I could. If the machine doesn't work, the truck doesn't start, the, the bus doesn't work, hey, I tried. But the neat thing is God has just given me so much peace and he's given me so much wisdom. I'm not saying I know a lot. I really don't. But whenever I have an opportunity, I have to fix something, he always shows up. It's like, Lord, please help me here. I'm having a rough day. Like today, we'll just use one example, the solar bus. He went and filled it up last night. We call it because he wants to go start it. It won't start. I'm like, what'd you do to it? He said, I filled it up last night. What did you do to it? He said, I just filled it up. I saw So make a long story short, we have another bus. You didn't get a chance to see it. But we have a brand new bus. It's not really brand new. It's a 2001. It's a little bit better shape. Uh, we actually just repainted it the whole nine yards. It's really nice. But I just finished putting the clear coat on it yesterday. So I'm like, I really don't want to use this bus yet. The other bus is broken. What do you do now, Tom? Okay, staff, everyone, come with me right now. Jump in the truck. We're going down to camp. We're going to take all the paper off the bus. We need the bus now. And it was okay. My heart was crying, though. It was like, no, not my new bus. I, I even, the paint's not even dry yet. But we used it today, and it's okay. It's a bus. I don't care. It's a bus. But it's my baby, you know? But it comes back down to I glorify God with it, and that's all that matters. And then there's so many other things. You know, guys, you've seen our train. If anyone's been on our train, I don't know how that train's still running. It's all about prayer. <laughs> that train, I mean, seriously, I, I would love to show you pictures of the train. I think I, think I, could, I could actually get an offering one night just to buy a new train. I mean, it's just so rough. But by God's grace, it still runs. So, folks, it's just like Mark says, I am so privileged to be able to call this my family. You are my family. I don't have family back, you know, the states and all this stuff. Everyone's pretty much gone. But, you know, the neat thing is I know I can come here every, every Sunday. Someone's going to come up to me and give me a hug or give me a handshake or just, hey, Tom, how are you? You know? So this is my family. But, you know, we have some other people that, you know, we haven't had, really had an opportunity to share about. Like there's a young lady. You know her as Claudia or they call her Sam. She's actually, she's on staff at our place as a missionary just like we are. She doesn't get paid. She has to raise her funds and things like this. There's another guy, his name's Eric, Eric uh, Nelson. He comes here every Sunday with his girlfriend and stuff. So we really do try to put more money, or not money, but we try to put more time into this church because we know it's a blessing to be part of this church. So, folks, I just want to say thank you again and have a great night. Yeah, just sit there for a minute. Well, as Brother Wilney and his choir come this way, I'm just going to open the floor to any questions that you have for Mark or Tom real quick. I always ask, who's never been to the Adventure Learning Center? Let's see your hands. And then I ask, who's ever been to the Adventure Learning Center? Let's see your hands. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Twenty-eight thousand. Twenty-eight thousand. That's no change. I'll take a check. You know, if you got a check, I'll take it. Priscilla. That's a good question. I love that question because my annual budget's about three hundred and twenty thousand dollars. About we had ten thousand kids through last year, 
Uh, we only charge a $10 fee uh, for the school children. They can't afford it anymore. It costs us, in my estimation, with our budget, because the only reason why we open the doors is to bring kids in. So it costs us about $35 a child. But the kids supply about $10,000 on a school fee. Um, my home church, Calvary Chapel, supplies about $100,000 to the budget. And then the camp, Old Joy Bible Camp, brings in foreign missionaries uh, who stay, and that supplies about the other $100,000. We have some fun days, outreaches, that uh, you know the church attends and helps out with that uh, help raise some funds, too, along maybe around twelve, thirteen, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. So um, that's how it breaks down. So, and we trying to keep our fees low and praying that VAT isn't going to tax our $10 fee. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't get involved in political things, but pray with me on that.